When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm rocking out, man. Welcome to the family with... Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. Officer Dave. And Andy Brampernard. What the hell's wrong with you, Josh? You aren't doing any push-ups or, <laughs> or anything? I'm sitting in this nice Airbnb uh, apartment. I'm all, all set up. I've got uh, Bloomberg TV on. I can look at uh, Super Dave, Andy, and I can't call you Big Tom anymore. I have to call you Little Tom because you've been cutting weight. Yeah, it's true. Pumping, pumping up again. I'm going to have to set you up with uh, Ken Sherman, and you guys can have a, have a liftoff. I like Ken anyway. He's a good guy. Yeah, I've, I've got my – and again – I talked about this on social media. I am not pushing myself at all. I'm letting my body decide at what pace it wants to move. Uh, and I am up to 3.3 miles an hour, which is... That's I, cooking. If I can, that's cooking. So if I can get to, like, anywhere near four miles an hour, you go out for a one-hour walk in the morning, one hour at night, you put in eight miles, that is a phenomenal workout right there, man. I walk way too fast. You do? I'm a very, very fast walker. Which Are is, you really? It's a flaw sometimes. It's, I wonder yeah. if I can find out, like, if I go back to one of our walks in Florida. Let's see. Because it, it, uh, Fitbit shows you walks that you've taken, and it shows oh, yep. you how yep. long that walk took. So I'm yep. wondering. Yeah, with my stride, four miles per hour is pretty comfortable. <clears throat> oh, I bet you got a long stride. Well, yeah, that's Absolutely. the other thing is I have really long legs. So. Yep. yep. See, I have very short legs. Like I said, I told, I think I brought this up yesterday. I'm a monkey. I have got 31 inch legs and 37 inch arms. That's very monkey like. That is. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't know. Howard Cosell got, got in trouble for saying something like about that. Yeah. Monkey. He said, look at that little monkey run, which probably wasn't the right thing to be saying, but you know. Um, I have a question for everyone. How much more of this bullshit are we going to put up with? Because I watched just the headlines, I didn't even watch the news. Uh, apparently, our buddies from the squad and Ilan Omar are now saying that we should let up the pressure on Cuba, that the Cuban people are wonderful. They've never done anything wrong with America. They've always treated us well, and we need to back off and support Cuba, which I've been to Cuba. I liked my trip to Cuba. Uh, it's kind of interesting that the people who run the place have the only nice architecture in the entire country. Everything else, it used to be beautiful, but it's falling apart now, except for the area where all the big shots who run the country live. 
what is with this Ilan Omar? Is she now an expert on the world? This Hunyuk comes out of nowhere, marries her brother to get him into America, accordingly. I, I just, I got nothing against her, but is she ever going to shut up? I doubt it. <laughs> I, I really doubt it. No, she's incentivized to be horrible. Yep. And say guess... just the dumbest stuff on the planet. Yep. It is unbelievable. Well, I, and the only reason I even brought that up is because last night I was watching the news, and because of the, the way the things are going with the, bri- the 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 Biden charges and the Trump charges and the blah blah blah, a woman came on national TV last night and said, "It's all coming apart. America's coming to an end." It's like, would you settle down? Oh my goodness! <laughs> They've been saying that for I don't know fifty years. They yep. have. You're right. You're right. So I, 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 don't I mean, know. I don't I do not know how old some of these these people people are. But America coming apart. My goodness. Mm-hmm. They, they forget 1968. Yeah. Um, they forget, you know, the we'll say the peaceful protests throughout uh, downtown Chicago uh, during the uh, the convention. And that was I not remember. the Republican convention. It was the Democratic convention. Correct. I do remember that because I was in and out of. Matter of fact, I I was living in uh, Chicago a couple of days a, uh, a couple of days a month just doing voiceover down there in '68, '69, that whole deal. And that what's the name of that park again? Damn it, I, that's so weird. I can't remember the name of that park. Lincoln Park. <clears throat> it is Lincoln Park, and it was just packed, and people were pissed off, and. No one was happy, but everyone had a pocket full of drugs. I will tell you that. <laughs> they did. I'm not kidding you. It's like, whoa. You're going to make a strong point and you're hired in a kite? I don't yep. know. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, I, want, I want to run one other thing by you guys before we move on because I made this prediction on the morning show this morning. The number one sleep medication very, very soon is going to be THC. I guarantee it. It just is. Wow. Very, very healthy. There's no question. It not only puts you to sleep, but it's a happy sleep. It's not, you're not going to have nightmares or be uncomfortable or be nervous or any of that stuff. My prediction, I've decided as of today that um, the THC will be the number one sleep medication in the country very soon. And I can't take any of it. Why not? I I can't have that stuff in my system. Why not? Oh, no. Are you kidding me? He's uh, on duty. Well, yeah, but what about to... it? It mix okay with all the alcohol in your system. So <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't. That wears off quicker than the THC does. <laughs> yeah. THC is off. in your system for like months. Yeah, it does. It's crazy. Yep. It can. I get, I get right randomly that. tested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're it's a guess because, true. Super Dave, you are a. Olympic athlete. That's yeah, why you get the random that's what I am. <laughs> Olympic athlete. God, we had such a ball this morning because I saw this story when I first got up this morning, and and it's, I it's hilarious because you watch all these guys that are beating the piss out of store owners and robbing places blind and a you know kicking cops in the head while they're on the ground wrestling mm-hmm. with whatever. Did you see that story of the three guys that tried to attack the? Uh, Gym owner? Yep. No. I did. I looked it up when you were talking about it. Yep. Could you could you steer Andy toward a picture of this guy with his shirt off? 
They attacked this guy. I'm like, are you insane? You three punks thought you're going to beat up this guy. His name is Rocco DeStefano or something like that. Somewhere along those lines, he's got. Uh, I think he's got, I found it. There's one with his shirt on and one with yep. his shirt off. Rocco DeStefano. The Rocco DeStefano. Josh, wait till you see this picture of this. Three young guys decided they're going to attack this guy and beat him up and rob him. Okay. Is there any way you can pop the? Uh, he, he he struck back. Yes, he struck back, as a matter of fact, and beat the piss out of all three of them. <laughs> okay, did, 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 their way, mo- did their mother did their mothers come out and file suit against this guy for attacking probably attacking anyway him? Now. now here's the really bad news for the three young tough guys that like to rob people and beat them up on the street. He not only beat all three of them up, he was holding his dog in one arm while he did it. It was beautiful. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Here you go. Oh you're my God. Attack, that's the guy you're going to attack, huh? Mm. Good oh job. <laughs> you got to well, see him with his shirt off. Well, like Davis said many times, if criminals were smart, his job would be a lot harder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Why would you ever attack a guy that looks like that? Well, they think, oh, three of us, one of him. Yeah. No problem. A lot of people really underestimate how difficult and fast fights go. People like they, they watch the yep, movies, yep. and you know, in a movie, everything's very choreographed. It's all very projected, and they all take the time to square and, up. Yep, and, they, uh, yep, it's one yep. guy at a time. There's a, uh, they're they're very chivalrous when they're attacking in movies. <laughs> they don't gang up, but in real life, I mean, even a three against one fight, if the one guy is trained and the three aren't, he can have them on the ground in. 10 seconds. That's what he did, Andy. That's exactly what he did with one arm because he's holding his dog in the other arm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My favorite story of the month. Yep. Really is. It's a way to kick off March. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, there's a picture of him. He's got his hair dyed blonde and he doesn't have any shirt on. You ought to see how ripped this guy is. Holy God, is he ripped. Pretty amazing. So, what else is going on in the world, fellas? Long week for me last week. Why was up? Funerals all over the place. Oh, Funerals? Yeah. Well, we had the Burnsville officers and firefighter right. on yep. fr- on yep. uh, Wednesday. And then last Friday, the founder of Lima, we had his funeral. And then God. before that, we had a Minnetonka sergeant passed away from cancer that I worked with quite quite often. Uh, he passed away, and and then we had private ceremony for one of the Burnsville officers. So it was, I'm about funeraled out. I understand we have, uh, obviously, I don't go to funerals. I don't go to weddings or funerals, by the way. Um, but, uh, yeah, I lost my last aunt, my last living uncle or aunt, mm. Muriel Barnard, died uh, yesterday, oh. or a couple, t- two days ago now. Uh, Muriel was a wonderful person, just lovely. How old was she? And then she had to be in her early 90s, I yeah. would guess. Good run. <clears throat> and yeah, she had a really good run, no question. Her hus- husband, Eldon, was one of my favorite guys on earth, too. Just a great guy. Mm, but then we, you know, we lost Richard, too, uh, yesterday. The guy dies, one of my favorite actors. I, I, somebody told me. I just me, saw him on TV. He was on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, correct. Last week weekend and he was talking about his will and leaving yes. money to, to Larry while yep. they were on the golf course. Yep. 
and then he dies a couple of days later. That was where, or the day that ran, I think, is when he died. When the when the show actually ran, um, it's uh, well, you know, I got to be honest with you because I've I've known him for years and years, Richard. Uh, he went after it pretty hard. I will say that. And I Bilski called me last night. Mike Bilski called me last night. And he said his last appearance, Richard's last appearance on Kirby Enthusiasm. Apparently, he looked terrible. Ooh. Did you have that experience? I was just watch, watching it, and to me, he always looks terrible. Well, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> this guy, he always I, looked I, gaunt. I saw, him, I saw him live years ago, mm-hmm. and the guy looked like he was on, on death's doorstep. Yeah, he always did. <laughs> well, Andy, you've had him in studio a couple of times, so you know exactly what he looks like in person. Yeah, it's been a, a, well, a long time. I think he was on episode, like, 40-something. Yeah, he, he was in with Ron Rosenbaum just before Ron died. I know that. And that was a while ago, too. That was about five years ago, something like that? Uh, it was before no, COVID, I think. It's longer than that. Uh, it was before I met Melissa. And I've known Melissa for really? six years now. That was that long? Yeah, you know, i got to be honest with you. I can't keep track of that stuff anymore because I thought, yeah, I remember a couple of years ago. You mean 17 years <laughs> ago? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting there for sure. <laughs> Whoops. Well, yeah, yeah we were just talking do? on the chat about um, Joe's excited for the Star Wars Battlefront remake, which I don't expect any of you to know anything about. I do. No. I do. Oh, yeah? Battlefront? I do. Wow. Oh, yeah. I got kids. Oh, that's true, I suppose. But I, pl- I played that game, yep. So it's a remake don't try to of... blame it on your kids. It's a remake <laughs> of the original Battlefront, and I looked it up, and I was like, oh, yeah, that game came out about 10 years ago. It's old as hell. Mm-hmm. I looked it up. It came out 20 years ago. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, how in the hell? I was a, I was 17 I years old when this game came out. I know. Okay, who who manufactures the game? Uh, that, Battlefront, uh, I think. Electronic Arts. I think it was EA. Yes. Interactive or Activision? Well, EA, I'm pretty sure publishes. Yes, EA publishes, um, and it's developed by all sorts of different people. Well, there you go. See, I I start thinking. In terms of stocks, what is this? What is this um, creation have to do, and how will it benefit uh, the stock of one of the game manufacturers? Well, there you yeah, go. that make. I mean, well, yeah, you must uh, pay attention to a lot of console releases then. Well, I don't. It's not necessarily I pay attention to them. It's just if I see see something, or you you hear of something, oh, I better put this. Uh, information uh, in the back of my mind and start watching a particular company that publishes it because is it going to be big and how is it going to affect their sales in the next quarter? Yeah, exactly. Now, I do get a, I get accused all the time by my wife or I, when my wife was alive and now my significant other annie you know you only think in terms of money and in in terms of stocks that's all that's on your mind i said well not quite what's all on my mind but yes that's that is a uh, significant part of my my thinking how will this affect uh how will this affect the market overall? How will it affect any particular company on a day-to-day basis and even on a longer-term basis? And that's why 
Uh, I'll say that's one of the many inputs that I use in looking at uh, individual companies and the market overall. And that can that can add uh, to longer term success in investing. We'll see. There you go. Now I have a question for you. I hear that it's about two ticks closer that Peacock is going to buy Paramount. That could be interesting for the first uh, for the first time in a you know very long long while. Um, the uh, Paramount owners or owner own, owner is willing to part with Paramount. Mm-hmm. Now Paramount did report their earnings this past past week. Uh, they did better better than expected. Um, so they had more subscribers to Paramount Plus, but they're still having trouble, as is the other um, media companies. They're mm-hmm. all having trouble with subscribers to streaming. Uh, the only company that's not having any problem with with um, with subscribers is Netflix. So Netflix is still the king. And in my my estimation, all of these, um, I'll say, studios, whether it be uh, NBC and you know with their Peacock uh, Peacock streaming service, mm-hmm. whether it's Disney, whether it's uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, uh, whether it's HBO Plus now called Max Plus. All of these companies were trying to get in on uh, the streaming uh, subscription push uh, that we'll, we'll, we'll say Netflix started. And they all thought, oh, well, if Netflix has um, 200 million subscribers, oh, man. why, we're Disney, and look at all the people that that we can get because of our library. So we're going to offer this service. We'll take all the Disney stuff off of Netflix and we'll charge people to be on Disney plus and look at all the extra money we can make. Uh, That has not worked out well for Disney or for Paramount uh, or for Peacock or for Warner Brothers Discovery. So, you know, my my sense is that these guys got a little bit too greedy. And instead of saying, we're in the business of creating content and we can sell this to a cable operator or Netflix and we can we can continue to collect money off of that and do very, very well they decided to go a different way and all of those stocks have been punished and punished uh, severely. And you've seen a big breakup, we'll say in the media space and always the talk of, of takeovers, which may not happen. Did you ever think you'd hear that basically NBC is going to buy CBS though? I never even imagined that as a kid, I'll tell you that. 
No. God. No. I mean, what is now the next? The next question is: Will the uh, FTC allow right. that merger to take place? That'd be pretty interesting. When I was a kid, we first got our first television. Uh, I was a little boy. I think I was like four. And um, actually, that was back in the days. There was it was ABC, NBC, CBS, and what was it the Crosby Network or what the hell was it called? There was one other network. It didn't last very long after the network thing kicked into high gear. But yeah, it was ABC, NBC, CBS. And I can't remember the name of the other one, but I mean, that was all there was. I don't even think there was PBS. Uh, back Dumont. Then. Dumont. The that Dumont. Did, absolutely network. right. The Dumont Network. Yep. Jackie Gleason, I think, right? I think so, yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Dumont Network. Who was on the Dumont Network? Yep. Oh, Cavalcade whatever. of Stars. That was on Dumont. There you go. Mm-hmm. Why did Dumont go under, Andy? Did they have a... They only lasted 10 years, not even. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm guessing it just, you know, not a lot of... No, no advertisers. And <laughs> yeah, yep. No, here we go. You have no advertisers, no programming, and you have trouble competing yep. with with a lot of money from NBC, uh, ABC, and CBS. Yep. So in the early days, NBC, CBS, and ABC drew most of their talent from their radio shows. Oh, Dumont didn't have a radio show. Yep. Or a, a radio station, so they didn't have talent to draw from all of the good talent was already on those three networks because they were on radio first so they had to find this new talent to come on and they basically just couldn't couldn't find enough talent to carry it yep hmm. uh yeah dumont basically had jackie gleason who at the time no one knew right but i mean like cbs had lucille ball jack benny ed sullivan nbc had milton burl and dumont had nothing there you go. And that's what happened to it. And now they're talking about that NBC's buying CBS. I never thought I'd, I'd ever hear of the day that CBS might be sold to NBC. That's that's amazing to me. I think, who was the president who did the trust busting? Because we need to resurrect him. Yeah, who well, was that? Right, right now, you, you've got the current president is, is pushing for a lot of trust busting. And particularly his... Uh, Federal Trade Commission uh, and the and the Department of Justice, both of them were were working to, um, we'll say, prevent m- monopolies may, and make it difficult for companies to to combine. The um, the FTC right now is said that Albertsons and Kroger. Right, which talked talked about a merger. <clears throat> they yep. said nope, can't can't do it because that would reduce competition in all the all the neighborhoods. And I'm thinking reduce competition. I mean the, the uh, yes, Albertsons is is big on the the West Coast. Kroger's big on on the East and the Midwest. Uh, the combination of the two would enable them. To compete better with the largest uh, grocer, 
which is just that small company called uh, Walmart. Yeah. I mean, they're they are the largest grocer in the in the country. And then you've got another small grocer, which covers part of the part of the the uh, actually they do cover the whole country. There's another small grocer called uh, Target. Yeah. But Target is not doing they don't do as much grocery as Walmart. Then there's another little grocer called Costco. Mm-hmm. And then there's another small grocer, which has been one of my favorite stocks for uh, 24 years called Amazon. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Ship it out, baby. And that doesn't count all the other, you know, small players, you know, that uh, pop up throughout the throughout the country. So the merger of Albertson and Kroger, I don't think is going to uh, hurt any any competition. I mean, like that, that's the same same excuse that the SEC you prevent uh, the merger of. JetBlue and Spirit, saying that that would reduce competition. I'm thinking, uh, I don't think so. You know, you want it reducing competition, you know, there'd be a merger if American Airlines merged with United Airlines. Okay, that, that right. would reduce comp- competition. Uh, but Merging JetBlue and Spirit, um, that to me sounds like, that's that sounded like a silly merger, uh, given that, you know, while JetBlue has discounted fares, you know, Spirit Airline is, uh, oh, you want a seat? Well, that'll cost you $10. You want to carry on your... You want to carry on your your gym bag? Yeah, it's a oh, hundred. That's twenty five dollars. Yeah, exactly. God, really? Yeah, they. It's. Oh, you want you want to use the bathroom? Yep. Well, that'll that'll cost you a dollar each time you go in. <laughs> that's true. You want the toilet paper? Well, bring your own. Is that text you're sending so important that you miss your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. 
Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Uh, meanwhile, we uh, went down to Florida for a little bit with one toddler, and in the process, we had to bring about, I think it totaled up to 130 pounds of luggage. <laughs> Travel well, hold on, kid. At you least. know, when you're, you're, bringing the tod- you're bringing the toddler, you've got to get the car seat on. Oh, uh, no, we had a car seat the down ca- there. The car seat's 130 pounds. Yeah, they sure are. They're tanks these days. But we had to bring a little travel stroller. I mean, you have to bring all the diapers, all the stuffed animals, the books, the toys, that sort of thing. Diaper bag. I thought you had a well-to-do father and mother, Andy, that would provide all these things so that you could just travel just with a small diaper bag. No, he don't need to be spending $1,000 on stuff we already own. We could, but meh. No, not doing it. Joe says it the toddler. Out rather well. Joe says the toddler doesn't count as luggage, but I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> you have to wheel yeah, it through the go. airport. You have to carry it through customs. Yeah, I mean, you, you do. Yep. Only thing you don't do is put it in the overhead compartment. So does he miss his bop bop? He does. He misses J- Jude especially. He keeps talking about Jude. Jude more than Nana and Bop Bop? No, he talks about you all the time, but he also hears your voice all the time. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Melissa listens to the show sometimes in the mornings, and, you know, we call you on the phone, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Bop Bop. Yep. He sure did have a great time. (laughs) He sure did. Him going after me on his bicycle. He kept trying to drive his bicycle right into me. It was wonderful. I told you about how I calmed him down um, on the uh, descent on our flight. No. I showed him. No. The, I showed him the video of himself chasing you. Oh, I suppose. Yeah, he would love that. He thought it was the funniest thing he's ever seen. <laughs> I wonder that's if exactly. he registers that that's him. It's hard to tell sometimes with kids yeah. that small. I don't know. I don't know. Is it? Does he see like? Oh, it's just some kid, you know, chasing Bop Bop around. Maybe. Or, yeah, maybe. I wonder. Although, I tell you what, that kid is going to be a big fan. I still do not understand 
where his muscle structure came from. I mean, it's genetic, obviously, but to be that muscular at mm-hmm. two years old is weird. Well, we just measured him again. He's almost 37 inches already, Jeez. which puts Jeez. him in the 90-something percentile for height. Right. Right. One of these days, I'll be looking up at Ethan. I How's know. it going, kid? <laughs> he's going to be wow, like Bannon buddy. Trump. He's going to be eight feet tall when he's 15 years old. I'm not kidding. He's got big or calves. Baron? Baron. Right? Baron. Baron. Baron, yeah. Bannon is the other guy related to Trump. The guy who looks like he's drunk all the time, right? Oh, Steve Bannon? Yeah. Possibly. Steve, There's no question Doesn't he? About let's, it. Take, let's look at a picture of him. Uh, yes, absolutely. I'm thinking race Bannon from Johnny Quest, man. That's, that's it. Johnny Quest? That's yeah, going yeah. back. I haven't heard of Johnny Quest in a bit. Oh, it's yeah. been a few months. Been a few months. So, Josh, what else has happened Sim, in the Sim, investment Sala world? Bim. Sim Salabim. <laughs> What else is happening in the investment world? Yes, sir. Well, we've had the uh, PCE indicator, the personal, hold on, personal consumption expenditure indicator that uh, came in this, this week, and it showed a decline for the 12th consecutive month. So that that is a that is considered the the Federal Reserve's favorite inflation gauge, and with it trending down, that becomes a reason for the Federal Reserve to not raise interest rates. And there had been talk of the Fed raising interest rates, given that a week ago, both the CPI, Consumer Price Index, and the Producer Price Index (PPI) came in a little bit hotter than expected, indicating that there's still inflation or a lot of inflation in, this, in the system. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, uh, a lot of that um, inflation is in the system, uh, is still caused by higher, um, higher wage, wages. The fact that uh, the CPI and the PPI are backward-looking indicators, and you still had, in terms of the CPI, since um, about 35% of the CPI is housing prices, mm-hmm. and that's not the price of your house going up. It's the price of uh, mortgages and rents, and mortgages and, and rents are still up. Why? Interest rates are up. Mortgage, mortgage interest rates are up. Uh, property taxes are up, and they're both included in. Uh, your mortgage payment or rent payment. Right. So that's that's one thing that's not going to be coming down. And lastly, the price of gasoline had been going up. But overall, the producer price index has showed for 12 straight months that inflation is coming down. And that that is a positive for um, not raising interest rates. And even, you know, at some point, cutting in interest rates um, down. Now, a lot of market strategists are still of the belief that the Fed is going to cut interest rates four to five times yet from the balance of this year. Um, I, had, I had said, um, I'll say late last year when that was talked about, I said, I don't think the Fed is going to cut interest rates three times, possibly once in uh, May, or we'll say March or May at the earliest, 
And if not then, it wouldn't be until after the election. Um, and that's also because the economy is is still pretty. Um, well, we'll use a uh, Larry David line: the economy is pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty. He did just like go pretty, pretty, pretty. <laughs> he did like doing that. That's true. And, you know, not only is the economy pretty good, consumers are still spending spending money. Uh, now, they're spending money not on underwear necessarily. Uh, they're spending money on travel. They're spending money on eating out. They're spending money on going, going to the, the movies. I did say they're spending money on travel. Uh, and other leisure uh, pursuits. So we'll say spending money on doing things, not on necessities. So if you're spending money on doing things, that's going to benefit companies like Airbnb. And I happen to be staying in an Airbnb this this weekend while I'm visiting my um, number one son. With my kids, they're 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 numbered. Sure. So we have son son one, son two, and girl. That's and that's girl. not that's not far from how it works at our house too. It's large child, middle child, girl child. No, oh, there you go. We had the same deal too, because seven kids in the family, no doubt about mm. it. Yep. What are you so gonna that, do? That way, that way, nobody confuses names. True. You know, it's it's. I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, you might have gone through what I went through when your mother read down a list of names before she got to you. Yeah, my my grandmother was, she had um, seven kids as well. Three girls, a boy, then three more girls. Wow. So she would start at the top, the oldest, and work her way down. But then, you know, once the grandkids started to come around... Again, she'd start at the oldest and work her way down. So, being the oldest uh, grand male grandchild, I was always fortunate to be called Dave right away. Mm-hmm. But you know, when she'd start, Dave, Paul, Garrig, mm-hmm. Ryan, blah, blah 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 down the list. Can you even imagine having like forty grandchildren? No. Back in the day, yeah, in the that, day. Was, that was very common, yeah. but. Yeah, that's Darn a lot. Catholic family. It's a lot of names to remember. Yeah, well, sure. yeah, you, you, I know. Let's see, my daughter-in-law's uh, parents um, had over thirty grandchildren. Yep, there oh. you go. And and two of my daughter-in-law's sisters each have ten children. Jeez. Wow. Ten children now? Ten children now. They must have a lot of money, I'll tell you that. Yeah, for real. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I I don't think so, but... um, They're getting by? I I do know that there, there is some trust money in that family. Well, there you go. But... But that's a that's a lot a lot of kids. But in any case, people are spending money on 
on leisure pursuits, which benefit companies like Airbnb, right. Verbo, which is owned by uh, Expedia. Um, I saw something uh, today about the Taylor Swift economy. Oh, I saw has that. hit every <laughs> town in America. I saw so that. Yep. The Taylor Swift economy. Well, there's there's a little company that did report report earnings this, this week uh, called Live Live Nation, and yep. they own Ticket Ticketmaster, and they did very very well. Um, and and uh, AMC, which was a Mimi stock several years ago, reported that their profits for the last quarter came from two movies. Oh, I wonder Beyonce, which. Beyonce's concert movie yep. and Taylor Swift's New Era concert movie. God. And I'm thinking, what about all the other movies that have been out there? That supposedly were were big. What about Oppenheimer? What about Barbie? Mm-hmm. Right. Nope. Taylor Swift and Beyonce generated more box office than than these others. And I'm I'm guessing if I looked at it, it's probably uh, that those two generated more box office than everything else combined. That's what I understand. That is true. Apparently. I don't know. They're having a lot of trouble with the whole Taylor Swift thing. Where is it in Japan? Something like that. Because everybody else is working it into their economy, but for some reason Japan can't. Or I don't know if it's Japan or Korea or where it's. It's somewhere in the Eastern Hemisphere. I know that. Well, Korea has a lot riding on their uh, K-pop phenomenon, and I could oh, yeah. I could see why they wouldn't uh, wouldn't want a Westerner coming in and horning right. in on that market because right. K-pop is massive. I think it's on its way out finally because it's been a huge thing for what feels like 10 years now um oh it's like the boy band craze you know that lasted forever and Mm -hmm. i mean if you added up all the ticket sales of every boy band we had in this country it has to have been tens of billions of dollars uh k-pop is even bigger in korea than boy bands were here so god they have they have a k-pop economy right now well all all i will tell you is if you have a if you have a stock right now and you're able to mention four letters AI and TS mm-hmm. you're going to you're going to add um, points to your stock price what's TS transubstantiation oh <laughs> Taylor Swift baby well, AI and Taylor TS, Swift you thought tail TS was tough shit. No, it's <laughs> Taylor Swift. Well, how do you introduce that into your port or your stock or whatever it is you said? The like Taylor a- Swift economy? Like AI, I get it. It's like, oh, yeah, we're putting AI, AI in our toaster or whatever dumb crap they do. But, like, how do you implement Taylor Swift into your toaster? Well, because I've got, uh, my, I've got a radio attached to my, my toaster. When I turn on the radio, I have it tuned to Taylor Swift uh, music, and away I go. Or, you know, if it's uh, favorite Amazon, which is involved with a lot with artificial intelligence, 
uh, and, and expanding. I have my little uh, Alexa player, and I go, Alexa, I'd like Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. So there, there it is. So I have Alexa playing Taylor Swift, and then when I can't leave the house, Alexa says, should I turn off Taylor Swift? And do you want Taylor Swift on when you come back? Oh, that Alexa device has got all kinds of um, generative artificial intelligence attached to it. And I think that that's only going to to grow. Uh, So there there you go. Or if I'm talking about uh, Live Nation, well, they can figure out what based on what you've been buying or tickets you've been buying whether you're going to buy this again, but it is, um, it's big, you know, Taylor Swift and that you can look at, um, look at the attendance figures or the, the viewership we'll say for NFL football this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, just huge because of Taylor Swift. Isn't that amazing? I mean, that's just unbelievable that, that, that she drives. I suppose that did happen. That that's happened off and on with the Elvis Presleys of the world, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones. It's always been that way, I guess, right? I would I'm sure, guess but right. You know, now, now you've got a lot more. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've got you've got the internet. You have social media uh, out to promote uh, promote. Uh, these these artists. So uh, yeah. I think sense. I think it and and a lot of the artists are not doing uh, small venue concerts. They're doing big venue concerts. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that does make sense. Andy, I gotta run something by you here because uh, mm-hmm. I, I got back on social media after 12 years. Started the Tom Bernard uh, or the Thomas Bernard page, brought it back, but you can only have 5,000 people on there. So Andy and Melissa recommended I get a professional page, which I did. But Andy, this morning, some guys decided that 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 my professional page is operated by a bot, and I don't post anything on there myself it's all done by bots i mean if they want to have that opinion then let them but i mean why would they think i'm very direct with people when i respond why would they think it's a bot is it that com i guess the only reason i'm asking this question is does he think it's a bot because are bots that common in running well i mean sites bot no but people say bot to mean thing i don't like on the internet so yeah, what that's they're true. probably trying to say is that it's all made by a social media manager, and that is extremely common. Yes. Oh, that's extremely common. I would say but I do. I do my own posting, though. I'd say at least ninety percent of all celebrity accounts online are actually a social media manager pretending to be that celebrity. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on, but I just you know I have like contests on there. Who's a bigger pain in the ass, Josh or Dave? <laughs> you know that was a. That was a deal well, Oh, by the way, Josh. I like I like that. That's pretty good. By the way, Josh, I'm the bigger pain, but you're you're offering Ari last week fifty grand to wear your T-shirt. Where are you going to find a bigger billboard than this mm, for a T-shirt? Go. That's right. I want my fifty k. 
<laughs> I want <laughs> okay. my Put me on a, we're, going, we're going to have, yeah, that is a big, you are a big billboard. <laughs> he is, no question. You can say Ameri- what's that say? Just how, my, how, how big is your Draw audience? Yeah, what, I just I just figured that Ari going to what's Tom's audience? The Mall of right America, is. walking around the Mall of America. I mean, he was walking around trying to promote his show. So there are a lot of people at the Mall of America. Well, if you're gonna give me fifty thousand dollars, I'll walk around the Mall of America, man. I got no problem <laughs> For doing fifty that. grand. You bet. Well, you just That's very uh, generous of you. You just uh, modify the Miranda rights. There you go. If you don't have a financial advisor, one will be appointed to you. <laughs> Ooh, Josh Arnold. Like oh, thank you very much. I like it. No question. I, I like that. There's, Andy, Andy's going to get some money for, for that for that little thing. There you go. That's my or, 25 cents. He'll, uh, he'll at least get a gift certificate to go to uh, Cove or mm-hmm. Jimmy's or Chow Bella. Yep. So that's three of my favorite uh, restaurants in the Twin Cities. When you go to a restaurant, you expect the chef to be an expert. You expect your auto mechanic to be an expert when it comes to fixing your car. You judge them both by the results of their work. Josh Arnold is an expert in investments and planning your financial future. Josh Arnold is my expert, and he should be yours, too. I talk to Josh every week, and he understands the market and the economy, and he knows how to plan for your retirement. Don't put it off another day. The man with your plan is Josh Arnold. Call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll have an expert planning and managing your financial future. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC Security Investment Advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. I want to ask you guys, you know, because we only got about 10 minutes left of the show. Catherine and I ran across a show last night. Have you ever heard of a show called Tracker? It's about a guy. I, I who, saw. I saw. I saw it um, advertised. Oh, you did. Okay, it's yeah. really good. Very, very good. The guy who stars in it does a terrific job, and it's about a guy that, you know, people call upon him to search their daughters missing, their sons missing. This is gone. That's gone. Really, pretty terrific. I've only seen a couple of episodes so far, but it's a really good show. Have you Have you seen it? I have not. No, I just saw it. I saw it advertised. Are there any new does, shows does it, you have? What, television's the best it's ever been, let's be honest. Honestly, Tom, for, for Cheryl and I, it's it's hockey or that's really it. I guess we did kind of That's it. Kind of picked up the <laughs> the man in the high castle. Mm. We started watching started watching that. We're about three episodes in on season one. So you um, just don't watch a lot of television? Just not really, no. If we do yeah. you know, we we sit down at the end of the day together, and if we want to watch something, it's we don't put a whole lot of invest a whole lot of time in television. We caught up uh, in the new season of Bluey. Did you? Good for you, guys. Bluey. There Bluey's you phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I love Bluey. Josh, how about you? What do you watch at the house? Well, it depends on the season. Of course. So depend depending on the on the the sports season. I've got. Golf on a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll start have start watching uh, a lot of baseball at night, and I'll I just spin through the movie channels. Yeah. When I'm not watching, when I'm not watching Bloomberg TV or CNBC. 
We're, so, oh, there we go again. You're watching anything related to the stocks and the economy. Well, it's your job to do that. Yeah, I understand what, why we'll you put the roof that. over the house, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. What keeps the roof? Yep. That's it. Um, well, my significant son's or my significant other's son is a roofer. So, have a problem with the roof? Call him. There you go. Well, we'll we'll call him, but no, I don't. Um, I like a, I do like to watch a lot of lot of movies and occasionally some of the some of the series. So we like uh, uh, stuff like uh, uh, Jack Reacher. Oh, Reacher's really good. That guy, that what's his name, Alan Rickman or something. Rickson. Like yeah. Well, he, he he looks like Super Dave. He certainly does. He's about the same size. That's exactly right. He's smaller than uh, I am. Is he? Yeah. He's, a he's big only fella. six two. Two hundred. Oh, he's only six two. Only six two. Only two hundred and what fifty pounds or something like That's that. That's it. That yeah. shrimp. Well, yeah, but his body fat is like what three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's about right. Well, now I'm sad we're never going to get an action series starring Alan Rickman. Well, you no, you won't. Old, old British man, yep. uh, kicking people through bl- uh, plate glass windows. <laughs> What's wrong with That's that? That's what, what I want to see. Works for me. That's all I'm saying. No, I just, oh. it's, it's interesting here what people like to watch on television because I always learn. You know, I've picked up on new shows and all the rest of it by asking that question. Television's, I, I'll say it again, television's the best it's ever been. I mean, leave yeah, I, mean, I, you know. I like uh, I like to curb your enthusiasm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, some, I mean there, there are too many, there are an awful lot of annoying characters on that. But it's like, oh, yeah, I could just, just see that. They're, you know, how, how could uh, Larry end up with uh, the woman that he's with right now? Very annoying. Right. Understandable. Now, I do have a question for you. I'm re-referencing a few minutes. Okay. So, is your significant other an MOT? Yes, she is. The reason I ask you that is, I've never heard of a Jewish roofer before. That's the first time. (laughs) That's the first time. My favorite line on that was in The Sopranos, when Tony Soprano's mother's neighbor, nice Jewish boy, uh, open. He 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 builds a farm, uh, a horse farm for himself. <laughs> and Tony comes in. Hey, did you hear about your neighbor? Huh? That's pretty good, huh? She goes. Ah, who ever heard of a Jew on a horse? <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget that as long as I live. God, that show was good. That show was as good as it ever got. Don't you think? Yep. Oh, I I love that show. And you can, oh. and now. You could you could um, you could watch that again and again and again. Oh yes, I have. I've watched the whole thing all over again because I, I I think that show is as good as it gets because it's funny, it's very dramatic, it's hideous, it's beautiful, it's all those things. Yeah. I mean, you could you could watch that on any Delta flight, you know, on their their entertainment yeah. under series yep. they'll they'll have. Several of those, just like they have a lot of Yellowstone. Yeah, oh God, yeah. Yes. I like that. Yep, it's good. That's a good show too. No question. You guys have been watching the last, uh, the the latest season of uh, what the hell is it? Even Fargo. 
Nope. I didn't know that that was a season. Yeah, Fargo's at, what, five seasons now? I think it's something like that. Season four, I loved. Apparently, it was the lowest-rated season they ever had, but I loved it. I thought it was terrific. It was like Chris Rock played a gangster in Kansas City, Missouri, and I thought it was terrific, but I guess a lot of people didn't like it. Hmm. I don't know why not. The new one, I don't think, is anywhere near as good. It's good, but it's not as, as good as season four. I will tell you that. And that's just my opinion, of course, whatever. But, um, yeah, those boys, Adam and what are their names? Adam and Joel Cohen. They got, a, they got right. a different way of looking at the world. That's Yeah, they, they <laughs> certainly do. We, I booked them on the show once, on the KQ Morning Show once, many, many years ago. And apparently somebody started chirping their ear because they canceled the interview. Mm, boy. Yeah. Wow. Well, because I, I have not gone after people hard when they've appeared on the show, but I've asked them. You know, why'd you do that? I didn't think it was that good. You know, I'd be honest with, with people. So apparently they didn't want me to say things like, ah, season three was not that great. <laughs> season four was really good, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. No. If I don't wow. like it, I don't like it. Oh. So what's wrong with that? Not, there's nothing wrong with that. There you go. These Look are, at all we learned today. <laughs> yeah, like as, I, as I've always said, these are my opinions. Uh, when it comes to talking about about stocks or anything else. These are my, my opinions. I think um, when I'm talking about stocks, they're based on my review of, review of the facts. Yeah. They, if I mention something, it might not be suitable for you. Um, and I've got no guarantee that anything that I talk about is going to go up in value. But let's pay attention to the fact that it's, it's been a couple of weeks now. They're, they are literally saying, and I'm not making this up, they're saying you are not going to be able to make the gains you want without a financial advisor. I've heard that a million times in the last couple of weeks, and I think it is true. So many people, I could never do it. Josh, I could never just go, oh, this stock looks good. Why don't I invest in that? <laughs> I, there's, I'd have no chance, right? Well, the, probably the, the simplest thing, and, and this I will go for a lot of people that put money into their 401Ks, and this, this to me does not make a lot of sense, is they put money in a target fund. So they mm-hmm. say, well, I think I'm going to be retiring at this point in time. I'm going to put money in this target mutual fund that says that's, um, I'm going to be retiring in 2030. I'm going to put the money in this 2030 fund because it's safe. Well, to me, that's just another marketing gimmick more than anything else. Yeah, Because yeah. first, yeah, you might retire in 2030, and the fund is going to set up so that as you get closer to 2030, you're going to have more money in uh, bonds, which move up and down like uh, with interest rates. Uh, so you can lose money investing in bonds or bond-related mutual funds and a smaller amount of money in stocks. So if you retire in, in 2030 and your money is all in bonds with little chance of appreciation, only getting whatever the interest is at the time, how is that going to provide you enough income to last another 20 plus years of your retirement? It's not. Mm-hmm. So the best I have found 
you know, on a long-term basis, the best return is to invest in, in stocks and primarily growth-oriented stocks. And yes, stocks are going to fluctuate more than bonds, uh, but over a very long period of time, um, you're going to do a lot better. One, one example, again, no guarantee of what's going to happen in the future, past performance, no guarantee of future results. Uh, I had, had lunch yesterday with a, with a very long-term client, and he wanted to thank me for something that I had, had done for him. And I had thought in 1990, he invested 240000 He said it wasn't two hundred and forty; it was only 234000 Oh, well. Okay. I do know that uh, we took out $2,000 a month from that account to supplement um, his income. Because he, he left one company and went to work for another company that wasn't paying as much. So he had $2,000 a month going into that. Uh, and we met yesterday to review the account. And I typically meet with him, you know, several times during the year. And I talk with, talk with him several more times during the year. Okay. And he said that he figured out that from 1990... He was 49 then to today. He's 83 today. He has received an income from that account. Again, he started at 234000 He's received $1.3 million in income. Whoa. Whoa. And the account was still worth $1.3 million. So if you go from 1990 to now... Um, there are an awful lot of ups and downs in the stock market and some very significant downs. And he kept, kept the money invested through all the ups and downs. There you go. That's real life example of somebody that was investing in stocks and then generating income through a, strategy that I learned from John Templeton called a systematic withdrawal where you're selling a portion of your growth and letting the balance go up and down. So he is probably the best example that I can use um, for this strategy working to generate income and using stocks and not a target fund. There you have it. That is going to do it for another week, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk to you guys next week, though, right? Yep. Look yep. forward to it. Yep. Keep up right. the walking. We'll keep it up. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.